If there is one thing that you can take away from today's conversation, let it be that your dream creative life is absolutely within your reach. Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisiuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur, and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams, and today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. Before we get to today's episode, I just wanted to say that if you're a new listener, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Be sure to go to geniuswomen.com critic and grab your free guide on turning your inner critic into an ally. And remember, women is spelled as W-O-M-X-N. Again, you can find that at geniuswomen.com slash critic to grab your free guide. Okay, let's dive in. I'm so, so excited to be talking to you about the components for building your dream creative life today. I'm excited about this uh, topic because I believe that each one of these components is crucial on our journeys and each one of those components is something that I tried and tested over the past four years as I was building my own uh, dream creative life of becoming a published travel photographer and writer. So I hope you will find this episode super useful and especially you'll want to tune in and pay attention to the topic that we will be covering today. If you love photography, if you love writing, if you love storytelling and being an artist, if you dream about living a rich, beautiful, meaningful, creative life, if you have big dreams and if you want to start pursuing those dreams, And also, if you often feel like you're not qualified enough or talented enough to pursue those dreams. So you have those big dreams, but something is always stopping you. If that's you, then definitely tune in today because this topic is going to be super, super helpful. But so dream creative life, right? What is that? What is that? Or what are the components that make our dream creative life possible? And I'm not going to define today what dream creative life is, because I think that it's something that each one of us defines it, uh, defines it differently, defines it based on who they are and what they want out of life. For me, my dream creative life is being able to work with brands that inspire me, like National Geographic, like BBC Travel, like Afar Magazine. It's having the freedom to travel to amazing destinations and tell stories about those destinations 
of course, with a caveat that we can't really do that right now during the COVID times. It's also having the freedom to work on projects that light me up. It's having the freedom to say, oh, I, I want to pursue this project and I'm not going to focus on this one over here because it doesn't really align with what I'm trying to build. And that freedom for me was really important because that's the one thing that I always felt was missing in my corporate life, that at the end of the day, I was always working on someone else's dreams and someone else's projects when I was in corporate. And now that I'm on this path, I'm able to focus my attention and focus all my efforts on things that truly, truly light up my fire. And having this podcast and sharing this knowledge with you is definitely one of those things. So that's kind of my loose definition of a dream creative life. But of course, again, every one of us is going to have their own definition and that's totally fine. However, I do believe that there are key categories or, or key components that will make your journey to getting to your creative life much, uh, much easier with much less anxiety and much more enjoy <laughs> enjoying as well. And just one more thing before we start, like I said, these are tried and tested, meaning that I've tried every single one of those. I've, I've used them myself. These are techniques that have helped me. And so uh, that's why I'm now sharing them with you. And I know for a fact that if you follow these techniques that they will help you as well. Okay. So with that, let's get started. So I think that if there is one thing that you can take away from today's conversation, let it be that your dream creative life is absolutely within your reach. It's absolutely within your reach. If you remember nothing else, if you pay attention to nothing else that I'm going to say today, if you remember that your dream creative life is absolutely within your reach, then I think my work here is done. I truly 100% believe that for every single one of us, whatever it is that you define as your dream creative life, it is absolutely within your reach, okay? And how do I know this? So if I could do it, if I could start building my dream creative life without having wealthy parents, without having a ton of money, without direction, without support, without connections in the industry that I wanted to get into, without a community, I was literally on my own. If I could do all of that, or if I could build my dream creative life without any of those things, then I 100% believe that you can absolutely do it too. You can absolutely do it too. It's much easier to do it if you have some of those things, particularly support, particularly direction and community, and we're going to get into that. But if I could do it without those things, then you can absolutely do it too. Now, there was one thing that I had, and that one thing is really the difference between being able to turn your dreams into reality and not. And what I had when I started four years ago was willingness to act. I had willingness to act. I had fears, no doubt. I had many fears. And yet I was able to act 
own my dreams and act towards building my dream creative life, even despite of those fears. Because really, at the end of the day, what separates us being able to say that my dream is now my reality and us saying, oh, I have something that I would like to do one day, it's action. It's really action. If you act, if you knock on doors, if you send out pitches, if you start creating a portfolio, if you, if you start claiming your dream and start calling yourself whatever it is that you're trying to do, you start calling yourself that person, then things are going to start happening for you. Things are absolutely going to start happening for you. It might take a while. It might not be immediate. It might not even unfold exactly in the way that you want, but I truly 100% believe that when we put out action into the world, things are starting to happen for us and reality bends and contorts to fit our efforts. You know, it's, it's just like with anything else in life. It's not really magic even. It's not magic. When I say that the only thing that stands between you and your dreams or the only thing that separates dreams and reality is action, it's not really a magical thinking sentence. It's uh, something that's deeply rooted in reality. Let's say you have a ball and let's say you want to put this ball into a basket that stands, uh, let's say, 10 feet away from you. If you have a ball and you keep uh, holding this ball in your hands and, and you're not going to throw the ball, then what's going to happen? Is your dream of having the ball in the basket going to happen? It's not. It's never going to happen until you start throwing that ball and trying to hit the basket. And of course, you might not hit the basket the first time. You might not hit it on the 10th time. But with enough tries, maybe it would take you 20 tries, 50 tries, 100 tries even, eventually that ball is going to hit the basket, right? So for me, this is exactly the same, uh, the same principle here. Our dreams are absolutely possible. The only thing that's, that is standing between the dreams and the reality that we have right now is us taking action consistently to be able to get to where we want to go. You know, but of course, then we have fears. A lot of us have fears. And that's what's preventing us from throwing that ball and making sure that eventually the ball ends up in the basket. We have so many different fears. And I know this because I've experienced a lot of fears myself on a daily basis, even today, even after being able to say that I'm published uh, a travel photographer and writer that I've worked with all these amazing brands, I still work through my fears on a daily basis. And I also know this from conversation with other women storytellers that have told me, especially this year as I started teaching and sharing my knowledge with others, they have told me that they have fears as well. And maybe you recognize some of these uh, sentences, right? Things like, this is just a pipe dream. How could I ever possibly make this happen? It's too late for me. It will never work. Who am I to do this? I'm not talented enough. I'm not uh, creative enough. I'm not qualified enough. I don't know anything about this industry. What do I have to say? Like so many, so many different fears, right? And 
the variations of that fear, they stop us from taking action. And so we just, you know, we keep saying that we want to be a photographer or a writer one day, but we never actually start doing anything about it. And so it's a real thing. It's in our head. It's part of our mindset, but it's a very real thing that stops us from acting. Okay. And so what we're going to address today is the components that help us overcome that fear and that help us to continue acting on the road towards our dream creative life. Okay, so let's get into it. There are nine components that I've identified and today I'm going to share with you all nine of them. And hopefully they will be a very useful and and very valuable information to you. Okay, so first and foremost, what we need to do when we start building our dream creative life is to imagine our new path. We have to imagine what it is that we're trying to do here. Because when we have a job, let's say we have a marketing job, and I'm kind of speaking uh, about my own experience now. Let's say we have a marketing job, right? When you start at this job, you sit down with your boss and your boss tells you or your team tells you, you know, let's go through onboarding. Let's show you the ropes of how we do things here. Let's share with you our annual plans. Let's discuss what we're trying to do as a business, where we're going, what are some key projects that are happening this year. You get the point, right? There is someone who sits you down when you start a new job and they onboard you and they show you the vision and they say, okay, here is where we're trying to go as a team. Here is where you fit in. Here are your responsibilities. Let's get to work. Unfortunately, when we start building our dream creative lives, uh, usually, most often, it's a solo endeavor, right? We want to be a writer, we want to be a photographer, a storyteller, videographer, filmmaker. It's usually a solo endeavor. And there is no team and there is no boss to sit you down and to tell you, this is the vision. This is where we're trying to go this year. This is our annual plan. This is our projects. Let's get to work. There is none of that thing, none of those things. And so what do we do, right? What do we do? It's incredibly difficult to start acting when we don't know what we're supposed to do. So that's why the first thing we need to do is we need to imagine our new path. And how do we do that? There are three components that go under imagining our new path. They are knowing our gifts, touching our dream, and finding our voice. Knowing our gifts, touching our dreams, and finding our voice. Let's dig into each one of them in more detail. So when I say knowing your gift, what do I mean by that? It's really having a very granular and very intimate understanding of what your gifts are. And there are many different ways to get at that. You could take assessments, you could look at different frameworks, or you could simply spend time journaling and understanding and paying attention to what you do extremely well and what other people tend to commend you for those actions. 
for example, I've recently taken an assessment called the Strengths Finder Assessment. This assessment that I've recently taken by Gallup, it has revealed that some of my strengths are creating a vision and communicating that vision to other people creating a vision and communicating that vision to other people. And so I took that assessment just before starting this podcast. And of course, as always, when we start something new, we have those, the fears are rearing their ugly head. And my fear started telling me who is going to listen to you. You have nothing to say. It's not special enough. You know, all, all, all the things that we, we, know, uh, we know so well. We know these fears so well. But so those fears started rearing their head. And when I took that assessment, it really helped me understand how this is really my strength. My strength is painting a picture, painting a vision and inspiring other people with that vision. And so once I knew, once I had kind of a confirmation that this is one of my strengths, my fears have subsided and I leapt into this project head on. Okay. Because leaning into what lights you up is fundamental on this path. It's fundamental to being successful and being courageous and being confident on this path. We need to know what our gifts are before we can start acting with confidence. Then we also need to be able to know to a very minute detail what our dreams are. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Okay, you can tell me, I want to be a photographer. I want to be a writer. But that's extremely vague and not a very precise sentence. It doesn't give you a lot of direction to go ahead. But what we need to do is we need to create a vision and almost like a map for ourselves to start walking towards. We need to write out our dream in the smallest, minutest details. Who are you when you're an accomplished writer or an accomplished photographer? What are you doing? Where do you live? Who are you working with? What does it feel like? Uh, what is around you? Who are you interacting with? What are some of those details that will make your dream extremely tangible? Because we need that tangible vision in front of us for us to start, again, start walking towards that vision. And when I shared this exercise with some of my students this year, the feedback I got was that, wow, I've always told myself that I wanted to be a photographer and writer, but I've never actually let myself truly see it and truly imagine what that looks like. Because again, the power of this step is in creating a map, creating a vision for ourselves to start walking towards. Okay. And then the third component here is finding your voice. What makes you unique? What makes you uniquely you? It's your experiences. It's your values. It's your curiosities. It's your passions. It's that unique combination of all of those things that can never be replicated by anywhere, anyone else on planet earth. Nobody can do what you do the way you do it because of your experiences, because of your values, because of your curiosities and passions. And that means that through unpacking some of those experiences, values, curiosities, and passions, you can start finding your unique voice that um, is going to start positioning you 
in the industry that you're trying to get to. You know, with me, for example, even saying that I'm a travel photographer and writer, that's probably a, li- a little bit too broad, right? Okay, I'm in the travel industry, but travel industry has so many different interests, has so many different things. Are you interested in protecting the environment? Are you interested in sustainability, in wildlife? Is it about preserving cultures for you? Is it about ethical travel? Is it about the best hotels in the world? What is that unique thing that interests you and that will make you extremely unique in this very crowded space? In one of our episodes that we had with uh, editor Ashley Halpern, she talked about finding your niche, right? Finding your niche. And that's similar to that. It's finding that unique voice that you have that's going to help you break into this industry much easier. And this is not applicable just to travel industry, right? It's with any kind of endeavor that you have. What is it that makes you uniquely you? And there are exercises and there are ways for you to to be able to get at that. Looking at your experiences, looking at your values, curiosities, passion, etc. So that's the first three components. It's us being able to imagine our new path by knowing our gifts, touching our dreams, and finding our unique voice. So once we have imagined what this new path can look like, we need to start building our confidence. We need to start building our confidence because like I said earlier, so many of us are feeling the fears and those fears are not letting us act. And remember, the only thing that uh, separates your dreams and your realities is your uh, willingness to act. And so the second uh, kind of big area that we need to focus on is building our confidence so that we can act. And the way we do it is by shaping our mindset, seeing our fears, and hiding no more. Shaping our mindset, seeing our fears, and hiding no more. So with respect to shaping our mindset, what I mean here is that we need to start becoming really aware of the conversations that are happening in our head. This is a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, probably since around last summer of 2019, when I started looking into meditation and mindfulness seriously. And I've been going through a daily practice of meditation and mindfulness since that time. And it has really shown me how much or how unconscious our train of thoughts is most days and most hours of the days. If we are not careful, it is so easy for us to just go on autopilot. Our minds always want to go on autopilot. It's so easy, right? To coast through the days on autopilot is probably a dream of any brain <laughs> because it's the action uh, that requires the least amount of energy, right? And brains want to conserve energy. But really what we need to start doing is we need to start training ourselves on recognizing the autopilot train of thoughts that we carry around most days. And we need to start actively shaping the conversations that are happening in our head and shaping our mindset if we want to act 
to build our dream creative lives. Again, I'm not saying that everybody needs to start uh, curating conversations in our heads. However, if you have a dream, if you have a creative dreams, and if you want to start getting towards it, and you want to start acting, then this is a key step um, on the road towards that dream. Because it's very important that we recognize what's happening in our head, what conversations are happening in our head. Because the next component, which is seeing our fears, comes directly out of that, right? We start seeing the conversations that are happening in our head, and we start discerning which of these conversations are fears. It's, again, anything that stops us from taking action, anything that's unkind and discouraging to ourselves, it's our fears talking. It's our fears that want us to keep the status quo, wants us to be on the same kind of autopilot, train of thought, motion, going through the motion days, because that's what they know. That's what our fears know, and that's what they're comfortable with, and they don't want to see any kind of change. They don't want to see any kind of change. But for us, if we want to act, and if we want, uh, if we want to start building changes in our life, then we need to become really good at recognizing those fears. And one of the ways to do that that I teach in some of my classes is by starting a fears journal, for example, which is a really simple exercise where every morning or every night you sit down and you start writing out all of the fears that are in your head. And I know, again, I know that a lot of us have a lot of different fears so with this exercise, you start writing them out, you start voicing them, and you start recognizing them. So the next time when it shows up in your head, you already know that, hey, this is a fear of mine. I know that body always shows up when I try to do something unusual or something brilliant or something bold. So you become much more confident or much more, you become much more aware of the fears that you have. And the more aware you are, the easier it is for you to not let those fears stop you from taking action, okay? The other exercise that we do sometimes is called fears and poetry exercise. This is where we write out all of our fears, all of the ugly, uh, crazy fears that so many of us have, and then we use the blackout method where we black out or you know scratch out certain words to turn those fears into a beautiful piece of poetry. And that's a very powerful exercise as well, because it lets you see that even from those fears, even from those fears, something beautiful can come. It all depends on which angle you're looking at it at. That's a very powerful exercise. And then the, the third component in this building your confidence bucket is hiding no more. And that is really about committing to letting other people see you. Committing to letting other people see you. Because oftentimes we hide so much. We hide so much behind the comfort that we've developed for ourselves over the years. We hide so much behind our excuses. We hide behind our fears because we're afraid. We're afraid to let other people see us. We're afraid to claim the dreams that we have. We're afraid to claim boldly that we want to be 
someone else. We want our life to unfold in a different ways. It's scary. It's all scary. But in order for us to truly start building our dream creative lives, we need to commit that we're not going to hide anymore. And we're going to start acting bravely towards the direction of our dreams. And it's a scary step for sure. But it's also a necessary one. It's also a necessary one. And that commitment doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that tomorrow you need to go on a TED stage, for example, and give a TED talk. No, that's not what that's about. It's more about your internal commitment, your internal commitment to this path, your internal commitment to take small steps every single day towards the dream that you're trying to build to yourself. That's what it's all about. So once we have discovered what our gifts are, once we have visualized and touched our dreams, we found our voice, we started shaping our mindset, we started seeing and recognizing our fears, and we've committed to hiding no more, what we need to do next is we need to act, and we need to act with conviction. And how do we act with conviction? Well, there are three components in this big area um, of of this uh, dream creative life concept. And those three components are growing our muscles, rising in community, and filling our cup. Growing our muscles, rising in community, and filling our cup. And when I talk about growing a muscle, I'm not talking about going to the gym and lifting weights, although that's probably good for you as well. What I'm talking about here is growing your muscle to act, growing your muscle to act, because especially at the beginning, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to keep acting consistently, but to keep acting consistently is exactly what we need in order to build this beautiful uh, creative life that we dream about. Because again, nothing on this road happens overnight. Nothing on this road happens overnight. And this is, believe me, this is coming from (laughs) experience. Even let's say that, let's say that you start on this path and a month from now you uh, get published in National Geographic, let's say. You get one assignment and you get published in National Geographic. It's not like the day after the New York Times and the Atlantic and the Washington Post and whoever else is is at your doorstep wanting to work with you immediately. There is no overnight success in this industry. With the very few kind of exceptions, there is no overnight success. What's happening here is that you build up slowly, you build up a body of work, you build up connections, you build up relationships, and over time, slowly, this amounts to a career, and this amounts to being the dream creative life that you imagine for yourself. But in order for that to happen, you need to keep acting consistently, and you, need, and you do that by growing your muscle to act. And that means that you commit to putting your ideas and putting your uh, projects and stories and putting your voice out there into the world every day, little by little, step by very little step. 
And you could do that, for example, by starting a Medium account, let's say. If you want to be a writer, if you want to be a storyteller, you do that by starting a Medium account and starting to share your stories this way. Or maybe it's through Instagram, or maybe it's by committing to send one pitch a week to a magazine, whatever it is, but you are continuously exercising that muscle of taking action every single day, every single week, so that over time, when you see an opportunity or when somebody uh, wonderful that you want to work with reaches out to you, you seize that and you act with conviction because you've already grown your muscle and your muscle is strong and it allows you to act. And that's really important, okay? The next component here is rising in community. And rising in community is something that I think we're going to dedicate a whole episode to in one of the coming episodes because it's so, so important. It's so important. Rising in community means that we don't try to do this alone. We don't try to do this alone. We surround ourselves with the support of like-minded people who see us, who understand what we're trying to build, understand why we're trying to do that, and who want nothing more than for us to succeed. I can't tell you enough how important this component is. And I know this because when I started four years ago, when I started building my creative life, my dream creative life four years ago, I didn't have that. I didn't have that for the for the bigger part of the last four years, it was all me, all alone, trying to figure this out, you know, <laughs> trying to uh, push into all kinds of different directions, figuring out how do I create this dream that I have for myself. And when I started finding this community, and this community now is the Genius Women community, which is amazing. And you should definitely check us out and see ways in which you can join us in this community. I'll give you the details for that at the end of this episode. But when I realized that there are other like-minded people like me who have similar dreams and aspirations, who have similar challenges and who have similar fears, it's incredibly powerful. It's incredibly powerful because what that tells you is that there is nothing wrong with you when you see that the fears that you've dealt with for all this time are the same fears someone else right next to you is going through as well. That's actually liberating because, again, it tells you that there's nothing wrong with me. These fears are something that a lot of us feel and that, that empowers and that liberates. And the only way for you to realize that if that if you develop start developing those relationships in a community where you get vulnerable with each other and you open up to each other and you realize how many similar challenges we're all going through. And that's incredibly, incredibly powerful, okay? And then the last component of acting with conviction is by filling our cup. I have quit corporate because I don't want to feel burnt out I don't want to feel overworked. I don't want to feel stressed. I don't want to feel like there is always 
something hanging above my head. And that's why I set out on this road uh, to build a dream creative life for myself in which I get to work on projects I want, in which I work on what lights me up inside and in which I feel like my life has a balance and my life has joy and my life has meaning and my life has a purpose. And a big part of that is knowing how to fill our cup. Because the danger is that when we start on this path of uh, building our dream creative life, the danger is that we can very quickly and very easily go into overdrive as well. Because here on this side, there is no one to tell you, okay, you need to stop working now. There is no one to tell you, maintain a regular schedule. There is no one to tell you, don't work on the weekends right? And it's so easy to really go into overdrive and just fill all your waking hours with work. Especially as a freelancer, it's extremely tempting because the more hours you work, the more money you can potentially earn. But I've learned over these past four years that especially for building a dream creative life, creative life where we let our creativity out into the world, it's so important to fill our cup because if we work hard every single day, week in, week out, 24-7, eventually our creativity is going to disappear. It's going to disappear or it's going to be very hard to access when our cup is not full. So that uh, component is the last component that we're going to talk about today, but it's an incredibly, incredibly important component that a lot of times we overlook. So what I shared with you today, I shared with you nine components to building your dream creative life that I've developed over the last four years that I believe are incredibly important and are necessary for building your dream creative life. And those components are knowing our gifts, touching our dreams, and finding our voices when we imagine our new path, imagine the map towards which we're going to start going. It's shaping our mindset. It's seeing our fears and hiding no more, committing to hiding no more so that we build our confidence and then it's growing our muscle to act. It's rising in community. And it's filling our cup so that we can act with conviction. Act with conviction. Because again, the only thing that separates your dreams and your reality is acting. It's acting. We have to start taking actions in order to start building our dreams. Okay? So these are my components, but what I want to also leave you with before we wrap up here today are the three things that you can start doing right now to start your own dream creative life journey. There are three moves that you can start doing right now. First of all, you can start getting really clear, really clear on what is it that you want. What is it that you want? What is it that you dream about? When you say you want to be a photographer, when you say you want to be published in National Geographic, when you say you want to travel and earn money from traveling or whatever it is that your dream creative 
that your creative dream is, get really clear, dig deeper than that, because that one sentence is not enough to give you a map to act upon, okay? You have to get really clear. And the way to do it is by, first of all, by eliminating the distractions that so many of us have throughout the day. We know what those are. It's social media. It's maybe some uh, some to-do list items that you have. It's maybe Netflix is, is also in that category. But if you can find a quiet time, and it doesn't even need to be a lot of time, sometimes 15 minutes is all that you need. If you can find some quiet time with yourself away from your phone, where you can eliminate your distractions and start imagining your dream in much more detail than just I want to be X, Y, and Z. Again, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Who are you with? What are you working on? What is your, you know, when you wake up in the morning, what is the first thing you do? When you go to bed at night, what is the last thing you do? Start writing it out in the most clearest details that you can. And then definitely write it down and come back to it a day later, come back to it a week later, see if that dream still resonates with you. And once you get it to a place that you feel really good about, share it, share it with others, share it with your friends, share it with your community, share it with people you trust. Because when we start sharing those dreams with others, they become real. They become real. They're out of our head. They're they're very clear. They have beautiful, tangible details. And other people have heard them now. And that's incredibly powerful. That's an incredibly powerful exercise in, in and of itself to go through. When you see that whatever it is that you're dreaming about is so tangible, you can almost touch it. And that's very, very powerful. The second thing you can do right now is you can start resetting your mindset. You can start resetting your mindset. Be aware of what it is that you're thinking about every day. If you start hearing those voices again that start telling you, I'm not good enough, I'm not talented enough, who will ever want to look at my stuff? I'm not National Geographic uh, material. I'm not this or that. It's too late for me. I'm, I'm not talented enough. All of those things. Be aware when they're speaking. When those voices are speaking, you have to be aware. Because when you're aware... You can catch yourself and you can say, hey, I know you. You're that guy or <laughs> you're that buddy that always tells me that I'm not good enough. Well, you know what? I, I recognize you for who you are now. I recognize that you are just my fear. You're not fact. You're not reality. You're just my fear. And that's extremely powerful as well because by doing that, you disarm your fears. You disarm your fears. And they lose their power over you. Believe me, (laughs) this is all tried and true. This is not just some, what's the word? This is not just some esoteric concepts that I'm telling you. This is everything that I've went through myself. And these are the techniques and the practices that have helped me immensely 
on this road, okay? And then what you can also do as you're working on resetting your mindset is start surrounding yourself with people who take action. Start surrounding yourself with people who take action because it's almost the same principle as when you want to qualify for the Olympic Games, what are you going to do? You're going to go and find the the best athletic center in the city and you're going to go and start training in that athletic center with other athletes. And you are going to start surrounding yourself with people who have similar goals. Because when you're in that community together with those people, it gives you more energy to start to, you know, to keep training, to keep becoming faster and stronger, perhaps. So it's the same principle here. Start surrounding yourself with people who take action so that you can start taking action as well. And the third thing that you can start doing right now is you can find your support community. You can, you can find your support community. And community is such an overused word nowadays. Everybody's talking about community. I feel like now when we hear that word, our eyes glaze over. But God, it's, gosh, it's so incredibly important. It's so incredibly important. There are many different studies that have looked at the impact of community on our success or failure in life. And I'll just give you a couple of kind of uh, quick uh, snippets here. One, a Harvard psychology department study has found, for example, that 95% of success or failure in life is determined by people you routinely associate with. 95%. That's like mind-boggling that a majority, actually, of our success or failure in life is determined by the people we routinely associate with. That alone just tells you how powerful communities are. And then when we share our goals and when we share our successes and our challenges and our fears with others, that also makes us more likely to achieve our goals. That's another study that came with that conclusion, but we don't need studies to tell us that. We already know that communities are powerful. So what you can start doing is you can start researching communities that are in the same sphere that your dream is and start joining those communities. Start joining that, those communities and stop thinking that you can do everything alone. I feel like that's such a huge uh, myth that a lot of us, particularly here in the United States, a lot of us carry this myth around that we have to figure everything out on our, uh, by ourselves. We can do it alone. We don't need anybody. That's an outdated myth. That's an outdated myth and it doesn't help us, okay? We absolutely, 100% need other people to succeed. We need to be supported by other people, especially when we're trying to do something as scary and something as bold as building our dream creative life. We need other people and there is absolutely no shame in that. So start researching communities and start joining those communities. You can also reconnect with old colleagues and friends. Again, don't have to do all of this alone. You can start your own community or engage with communities that you already belong to. 
you can attend events, you can attend workshops. There's so much out there in the world that already exists in terms of support. Sometimes it's just a matter of a simple Google search. You know, photographer community in uh, uh, Dallas, Texas, for example. Every single thing that uh, you're interested in, I guarantee that there's already community out there that exists that you can tap into. So use that, use that resource and find the community that's going to support you through this journey. And also share something of value with others, right? Because it's not, it's not all about um, always taking the resource. It's also about sharing and about being a resource to others as well. And that's kind of the journey that has brought me to Genius Women. It's about sharing now what I know with others and creating a community around that. The three things that you can do right now is to get clear on what you want, reset your mindset, and find your support community because you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do this alone. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you. And again, if there is one thing that you will take away from today and from a lot of different concepts and components uh, and things that I've kind of uh, shared here is that your dream creative life is absolutely within your reach. It's absolutely within your reach. All it takes is taking action. And again, I'm not saying that it's going to happen overnight. The, uh, the overnight success is a myth. It takes a while and it takes consistency and it takes commitment. But as you continue acting, things are going to start happening for you. I 100% absolutely believe it. And the nine key components that I shared with you today will help you take action and will help you build your dream creative life. I absolutely wholeheartedly believe it. And I am very grateful for you to be joining us today and to be joining us on this journey. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. And if so, please consider subscribing to our show so you never miss an episode. As promised, I wanted to tell you about the two ways in which you can engage with our Genius Women community. First, join our free support group on Facebook called Genius Women. In it, we support each other as we're building our dream creative lives. We've got photographers, writers, documentary filmmakers, and more brilliant creative women in the group. And all that is missing is you. Search Genius Women on Facebook, that's women spelled with an X, to find it. And we're also going to link to it in the show notes. And second, check out our paid membership community called The Circle, in which we have weekly mindset calls, group coaching, goal setting exercises, and so much more, all designed to help you start acting in pursuit of your dream creative life. Check it out at geniuswomen.com slash circle. That's geniuswomen.com slash circle and women is spelled as W-O-M-X-N. Thanks again and I'll see you next time where I interview a lifestyle and travel photographer, a podcaster and a dear friend, Kartika Gupta.